live to Fantasy Football with Frank <laughs> and his guest host, D. Oh, yeah, dude. Back in the studio. What's up, man? What up, bro? Just uh, just got back from, um, you know, that major ha- that mega hangover. So that was that was yeah, cool. Man, where'd you go? No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I went to um, I went to Big Bear with the girlfriend for like four days, three nights. Nice, dude. It was a lot of fun. Just every time I go up there, the fucking Big Bear areas, it's thin. So like I struggle mm-hmm. up there and I have asthma. So I was drinking and elevation too, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just some spas some beers and mountain weather. It was yeah. a good time. When Brady said mega hang- hangover and he told me that you're in bear, I'm like, Oh yeah, <laughs> like when I go boarding in Mammoth with the Winery Boys. Oh yeah, freaking a dude, like two three IPAs deep, and I'm just like mm-hmm. toasted on the mountain, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you're snowboarding all day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's we didn't board. We just went up there to spend time together and nice. do some cool Is shit. Is there so. even any snow? No, dude. But it was like, it's right on the precipice where the next storm that hits, it's gonna be, it's gonna snow. Like it okay. was cold enough. So just oh, waiting yeah, for weather. Yep. Not a lot of snow in sunny California. Although we've had at least what half an inch of rain over the past week, so yeah, it's yeah. coming, dude. You could barely drive. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> oh my god, raining cats and dogs out there, yeah. right? Raining cats and dogs. I'm Asian. Terrible peripherals. <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't know you had a license, man. Dude, I'm surprised they let me keep it. I like it. It only took me two, three tries. I like it, dude. I like yeah. it. How many times did you cry? Oh man, I didn't cry, but like, I think the first time I failed, like. You know, I d- my parents definitely dishonored me. They're <laughs> like, they for sure, like, you're never going to be a doctor. Like, right, this is right, terrible. Right. And then the second time, I said I would do the guy's math homework, and then he passed me. There's no way, dude. You're <laughs> terrible at math. <laughs> <laughs> I know, bro. <laughs> I can't make that shit up. Oh, that's hilarious. <sighs> so, no Brady. He's, like, s- he's sick or something. Didn't he, like, lose his voice from trying to do the throat goat stuff? Yep. Yeah, he's uh he's out of commission this week. No so Brady this week, so hopefully we get him back next week. One yeah. of these th- one of these weeks we'll have all three of us on. Yes, here, eventually, you know? dude. Probably yeah. for like around the playoffs. It'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. Dude, speaking of playoffs, are we, we're one, two, three, aren't we? Yep. Uh, Brady's one, you're two, I'm three in our redraft league. I can't fucking beat Sam if my life depended on it, dude. Man, I didn't know if you wanted to wanted to talk about that, but we that could talk about it. I mean, I'm not like that mad. It's just one of those things where, like, I for once, like, dude, I'm going to beat him. Yep. He's projected, like, 30 points. I'm going to beat this guy. <laughs> I don't think you've ever beat Sam. I don't think I've ever beaten Sam, dude. You know, Sam is, like, he, he plays fantasy football. He's been playing for a few years. He's won a championship, so he's a respectable player, right? But I have it on good authority that the only thing that guy cares about every season is beating Brian, Brady, and you. What about Dave? That guy could lose every other game, but if he beats you three, he's like... I'm smooth sailing, baby. <laughs> I believe it, dude. I mean, in the end, he only ends up with like, I mean, his teams are normally pretty good, but yeah. He's I always the one that's unconventional and tends to draft differently, yes. and then it always ends up working yeah, out. Yeah, like, so. didn't he take like Marshawn Lynch in the first round at, w- mm-hmm. at one point? Mm-hmm. And that was like the year he went off. Yep. Yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. He's always been that guy. Congrats. I, Sam, I know you're listening. You know, congrats, dude. You, you, I, w- I mean, I was enjoying my one seed, you know, while it lasted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think that league is is tough. Dude. This is probably the most competitive league it's year we've ever had. One to ten is firmly in the playoff mix. Uh, I'd s- yeah, one to ten for sure because then it's Brian and Nick on the outside where they belong. I love it. Uh, no, Nick, no, Nick's in it, dude. Nick's last place. Beard? No. Somebody's. No. I think somebody's. I think oh, Ryan. I'm sorry. It's Ryan. It's Ryan's Ryan. eliminated. I'm like, this is dude. Beard's having a career year. I think he's lost like three straight though. 
Has he? <laughs> the, yeah. He's having running back issues. I'm over in there. too many leagues, dude. I just poke my head in <laughs> here, like set my lineup, and like then I disappear. Make your pickups, and you, you. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. make pickups this week, bro. Oh, I Fucking like that. Forgot. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, did you anything catch your eye this week, Frank? I mean, I've I've said this week in and week out, dude. C.J. Stroud continues to be elite. Did you buy his jersey yet? Uh, if I win fantasy football in our redraft league, because he's my quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna buy his jersey. You buy his jersey, I will buy Tank Dell's. Dude, I think this is the Patrick Mahomes to Tyreek Hill light connection. Oh, getting a hard on, bro. You know, like, oh my gosh! I'm, like, I'm calling, I'm calling Tank Mini Reek, bro. Mini Reek. He, he's, he's not as fast. He obviously. does not have like that game breaking speed, but like he looks like him out mm-hmm. there, dude. Just mm-hmm. like undersized, but it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't like, matter, he's, dude. He's still like, he's still mossing dudes. Like it's. Oh, I think Super what I've athletic. been most impressed about him is I didn't know how well of a route runner he is. Like he's very polished. Crisp. Yes. And that's why he gets open. Lest we forget, it was CJ Stroud who told the Texans to go draft this kid. Speaking of which, man. He wanted to play with Tank Dell and now we know. Good why. on the Texans, bro. Like, look at this team they built. I Here? did not peg them to be this good right out the Dude, gate. Dude, I mean, if they won that game, I think they're what if they beat the Jags, would they have been in first? Yep. That is so ridiculous. They're dude. in the playoff hunt. They're gonna probably make the playoffs. Yeah, dude. And ridiculous. then you're gonna pay your coworker a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks, dude. It's um, it's thickness from our dynasty oh, league. Oh, I love that, dude. He's like, if you thought Sam was unorthodox, like he is probably the mon- one of the most unorthodox like players I've ever met in my life. That's dude. hilarious. Dude. He was the guy that we, that like my league, my my winery league shit on. He said mm. he said we said he had the worst draft we have ever seen well he walked out of that draft and his starting running backs were khalil herbert and elijah mitchell wow he's the two seed who what is his team makeup it's like let me let me grab it dude it's like um i know he's he built his whole strategy around drafting aj brown and jalen hurts no shit and that that is his stack that has carried him literally carried him to the two seed like I'm looking, oh, I, this doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Jalen Hurts, Zeke, AJ Dillon, AJ Brown, Puka Nakua, Sam Laporta, Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel as a flex is kind of nasty. Debo and then he picked up Sam Laporta as what, like off the waiver? Off the waiver, week <laughs> one. So what a legend, dude. And then his, and then what defense kicker? Yeah, Khalil Herbert, Scary Terry, Pickens, Pickett. He has no bench. The man is yeah, the fucking. T- but like nothing. I mean, he's got no points, dude. I mean, I mean, he might be one of those guys that just has gotten lucky where teams tend to not show up yes. the weeks they oh, play him. He's so definitely that guy. He's probably one of those. So yeah. first week of playoffs, he'll, he'll probably get a bye. And then yeah. second round, that team that came in hot as a five or six seed is just licking their chops. He's also he's the defending champion off of the DeMar Hamlin points correction. Oh, baby. Good for that. His guy. member ESPN changed the stats. This guy's an entire asterisk. His entire fantasy career yes, is an asterisk. Yes, <laughs> exactly, dude. He's like he's the, he's the mad scientist oh, of fantasy man. football. You gotta love that. Hey, man, you gotta respect that stack though. That's nice. AJ Brown, Jalen Hurts. So I mean, I'm assuming one two. Yeah. 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 He did that yeah. one two. Ridiculous, dude. That's fucking awesome. Man, do you think the Josh Dobbs hype is finally dead? He looked like he looked like a freaking undrafted quarterback. So they played the Bears, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Bears defense isn't bad, and I think that the defensive line is underrated. And I think if anything, it uncovered some serious problems with that offensive line that weren't shown during um, Dobbs's good weeks. I don't know so much think that the hype is gone, but the savior, like the Josh Dobbs is the savior of Minnesota, that talk's definitely gone. Like you yeah. you put a little pressure on that guy's face that you see what he's gonna do. And right. now that the teams have tape on that and what the Bears did, I think it's just kind of a blueprint that, you know, he's he's serviceable. Maybe they get to the playoffs. Yeah. Or at least stay in the hunt, but I don't think he's any more than I that. I think the talk of him replacing Kirk Cousins, like in the long run, is <laughs> officially dead, dude. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback substantially. Yeah. Four picks, and they were bad picks. Well, I'd say one, two, two of them could have been the receiver's fault, and one of, uh, of those two, one of them was tipped at the line. So yeah, but the other two were ho- were horrible. Like yeah, the very first pick, like the dude sat there under, like right under the receiver in a cover two, and he just didn't see it. Ugly decision making. But let's go on, move on to the news. So interesting, Panthers fired Frank Reich already. He didn't even last a season. Mm-hmm. Um, his offense was ranked in the bottom of almost every offensive category. And I think the most concerning thing is Bryce Young has literally struggled all year, and he does not look like he's elevated his game whatsoever. So I personally think this is one of those, it's happened on his watch. This was something that was going to happen. It didn't matter who was coaching this team because there was no talent on the offensive side of the ball. They are very. And as I've been on this podcast saying, I think that Bryce Young is a type of quarterback that truly needs elite weapons around him He's and perfect nothing. offensive line play to be successful. Bro, yeah. this isn't Bama. This is the Panthers. Right. You know, so your margin of error is even smaller. Yeah. And naturally, we have the talk of can Bama beat the Panthers? Yeah, well, the answer is absolutely not. Right. But still, like, they're, they're going to think about it. Mm-hmm. Bama's probably going to score. Oh, they're going to score. Yeah. But, yeah, Bryce is just, he's struggling. This team needs, they need help on the they offensive side of the They need help everywhere, dude. Miles Sanders has been terrible. They, mm-hmm. I mean. He, that was terrible from the get-go. I knew it was going to be Thielen bad. Thielen was so much fun for, what, two weeks? No, Thielen was good for the first uh, eight weeks of the season and recently has started to tail off because I traded for him at that point, and then he started to be <laughs> bad. That's your fault. Trade him back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The Panthers, I mean, they've just been nasty. Single nasty, which is bad. Very bad. Yeah. Very bad. I mean, at this point. Single nasty, no exaggeration on the A. Just just nasty. Just nasty. Yep. Ew. Gross. And Bryce, dude, like, I'm concerned with Bryce. And now, of course, now that he's been fired, there's, there's already the talk of like, well, you know what? He wanted C.J. Stroud, but the owner wanted Bryce Young. Of course. Of course he did. Well, I guess it was the general manager and Frank Wright that both wanted C.J. Stroud. They have to say that. Of course they have to say that. I mean, you know, they got to say something. Like, what's the reason for you getting fired midway through the season? Well, they drafted the quarterback that I didn't want. Oh, okay. I don't think they win a game, and the shitty thing is the Bears have their pick. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Mm -hmm. welcome to Chicago, Caleb Williams. (laughs) Yep. Oof. Well, speaking of Frank Reich, his former player, I guess, Jonathan Taylor, is going to need some thumb surgery. Yeah. And he's going to miss the next couple of games. Yeah, this one sucks, man, because um, if you drafted him and, you know, you kind of waited or you traded for him and he started to pick up these like last three weeks. 
Right. Like he started to look like the Jonathan oh, Taylor yeah. that we saw Moss from two became, years ago. Moss became benchable. Oh, he was yeah. droppable. And jo- it was the Jonathan Taylor show. And that team is competitive, and they're playing good football. So you hate to see this go down, for one, for your fantasy teams, but two, for that team itself, because they were, they were moving the ball, and they right. looked good. They were fun to watch. But Right. And you mentioned droppable. Like, Yes, you definitely mm-hmm. 100% need to go check the waiver wire, because there's a very good chance Zach Moss is sitting there. Yeah. I definitely went back and made sure I didn't drop him. Same. I went to go look to see if anybody was dumb enough to drop him, but in all the no, our leagues now. Our leagues are too tight, dude. They know better than that. But if you do have Zach Moss, fire him the fuck up, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what he can do. He's gonna g- he's, he's gonna RB1. get you to the playoffs if you're if you need him. He's gonna get the job done. RB one, which is which is actually important though because this is not a stint on the IR, which means he's gonna be back within the four week span. Yeah, and so you hope you the still team have remains competitive, right? Because if they're not and they're out of the playoff mix, there's also a likelihood where they just shut him down for the season. Yeah, I don't think that happens though because he's had such a tough season and he looked like he was getting back to himself. It might be good to just get him out there, get some work. I so. agree. We'll yeah. see. Justin Jefferson, he's finally been activated for the fantasy playoffs, baby. Oh, baby. You can use him this week. Well, it's you can. You could put him in there. The problem is he'll get you no points. They're on a bye. He's on a bye. He's on a bye. But the, he's practicing. There, He's activated just in time for the fantasy playoffs. Fire him up. little interesting tidbit about the situation is that after that four-pick debacle from Josh Dobbs, the uh, Kevin O'Connell came out today and said he's assessing the quarterback as to who is the best quarterback to get the ball to J.J.? Yes. Like, they openly said that. They're not out of the playoff race. Oh, no, they're right up in there, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he, Kevin O'Connell was on on record today saying the best way for us to win is to get the ball to Justin Jefferson, and right. you'd love to hear that as a fantasy manager. You do. The funny thing is I don't think they won a game with Justin Jefferson. Ah, man. Did they win one? I think they won one, one game. One game, but it that's like one of those weird things. Just, yeah, there's just no correlation yeah just, just funny. Kirk Cousins was not playing well in the beginning of games and then was having f- ending up with 25 27 point games which was weird ridiculous sounds like Amari Cooper is dealing with a rib injury something to monitor keep an eye on his practice status this week and then another big name player Kenneth Walker still not practicing they're playing Thursday are they Ooh, I'm not sure. Are they playing Thursday? No, I'm they sorry. no. The Seahawks just played Thursday. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't okay. play Thursday again because they played the Niners on Thanksgiving. That's right. My bad. But he's still not practicing, and we had a feeling he was going to miss a few games. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of estimated two to three games based, oblique, based right? off of what Pete Carroll was saying. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was a fairly severe oblique injury, but not severe enough to put him on the IR. That hurts though. Oh yeah. Moving around and being shifty, yep. not able to do it. So definitely, dude. Zach Charbonnet, man. Fire him up. He looked okay last week. I think game script a little bit, but he was still catching the ball. He's yeah. still shifty. Better, so yeah, I, better matchups ahead. I look for a better day to this week. Let's crack him, bro. Oh, thank God, dude. It's my favorite segment of this show. And it's been a week, so we need this one. Yeah. And we both own this guy in multiple leagues, mm-hmm. in dy- multiple dynasty leagues. Yep. I think we need to crack him to the return of the king, the young, young king, Kyron the Williams, baby. Oh Let's yeah. go. Let's also pour one out for good old the dying of the king, Cooper Cup. He's dead, bro. The Rams just switched out one king for another, and it was quite obvious on Sunday. They featured Kyron early, often, in all game, and Cooper Cup said, I've had enough. God, just passing the the crown, I guess. This one's to you, my boy Kyron. Crack him to Kyron, pour one out to my boy Cup.
man. God, I haven't had one of these in a while. Another episode brought to you by Shark Bite Red Ale Pizza Port. Shark Bite Ulaha. Carlsbad, California, baby. Hell of a beer. Hell of a beer. Let's get us some quarterback studs here, man. Let's go. First one, the reigning number one quarterback, Josh Allen, continues to dominate. Sadly, he didn't win this game, but he put up a monster. <laughs> they lost showing. again, dude. That was so Dude, crazy. the last play was terrible. I think that was Gabe Davis's fault. That throw, it went to the back pylon. Oh, yeah. And Gabe Davis cut in. Yep. I think that was a, a bad route. But who cares? We digress. Josh Allen, 339 yards, two touchdowns, 81 rushing yards, two touch more touchdowns on the ground. Real important thing here, we saw Josh Allen rush the ball more this week than we have all season. Yes. And that's what you'd love to see if you took Josh Allen early. Yes. This is the Josh that I drafted in the second round. 39 fantasy points, baby. Yep. QB1. And that's why you spend your second round pick on a quarterback mm-hmm. like that. What's, what's weird is that like part of the season we were like, man, Josh Allen isn't Josh Allen, mm-hmm. but he's been QB1 all season. You can correlate it to the firing of Ken Dorsey. Yep, Ken Dorsey got canned. Ah, oh, we didn't bring that up in the news. Yeah, Ken Dorsey got canned. Um, I think Joe Brady is now calling the plays. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of opened the offense up a little bit more. And I, uh, I do want to point out that Josh, it's almost like the Bills have saved Josh for the postseason run because he Ooh, was not running the first half of the season, and now he's finally starting to use his legs. There's so many times where I'm like, run, Josh, mm-hmm. run. And he's not doing it. He's like, no, 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 I'm going to throw. Intercept it again. My God <laughs> damn it. If he just get 20 yards on the left sideline, yeah. and he had to yep. freaking th- force feed it to Gabe Davis again, dude. Uh, the Gabe Davis experiment. We could do an entire episode on that guy. Oh, my God, dude. I, it's like he's like the wide receiver version of George Kittle. Mm-hmm. It's like Seriously, <laughs> there's just that's no a great in comp. between, dude. He's either all in, feast or famine, or maybe. all out, dude. Terrible, but yes, a stud game from Josh Allen. You can't fire him up this week because he's on a bye, but he's primed. So for the playoff run, dude, he's got the Chargers in the playoffs. Oh God, he's gonna eat. And we're gonna be there. Oh, I can't wait, dude. We are gonna be there. We're not gonna remember being there, but oh, we're yeah. gonna be we're there. Gonna be there, dude. So like, really interesting tidbit about Josh Allen. So I drafted Josh Allen in my work league. I drafted Josh Allen in my work league last year. Last year, he had his bye week the first week. Uh, so the playoffs are really weird. Playoffs started last week in this in this league because then they do a Super Bowl at the end of the year. What? Yeah, it's kind of it's cool. I won't go into it, but basically, Josh Allen is on a bye this week, and it's a playoff game. So <sighs> what did I do fo- four weeks ago? I picked up Kyler Murray. Yeah, yes, dude. So because I saw this matchup, and I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm going to just stash Kyler Murray. So last season, I did. I was not aware of this, and I was like, "Oh my God, Josh Allen's on a bye. This this blows." And I streamed some shit quarterback and lost. Of course, you did. So I built a team this week, this year, built from depth, that it like covered all these stupid bye weeks in the middle of the playoffs. Is that the team that like, you made all the trades? And mm-hmm. That oh I, qu- I have Tyreek Hill, C.D. Lamb, and um, Amon Ross, St. Brown, oh Dalton Kincaid, Jesus Rashad Christ. White, Josh Allen, and then Devin A. Chain in one of my flexes. My God, dude. Mm-hmm. Keep us posted. Yeah, I'll probably lose next week. Absolutely, dude. <laughs> that sounds like my team last year that lost to Brian. Yeah, this is one of those <laughs> pathetic greatest teams you've ever seen go down week uh, yeah. first week of playoffs. We'll make a thirty for thirty about that one too. So we go from one elite quarterback to another whom he played against in this epic game. What a game, dude! The guy who actually won the game, Jalen, motherfucking hurts. Two hundred passing yards, three touchdowns, sixty-five rushing yards, two touchdowns on the ground, thirty-four fantasy points. And the dub. The crazy thing is, dude, when you read the stats, like it didn't make it seem like it was this crazy shootout. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, like it was kind of a slug them out, dirty game, and it wasn't until the second half when shit just went fucking loco. Specifically, the fourth quarter. Dude. I think Jalen had four points at half. Yeah, and then absolutely he just, went bonkers. It's crazy, dude. Like he's kind of honestly like, I like his game, but he could be really frustrating to watch. Oh, he is a hundred percent. Especially when you're playing against him, like, all right, cool, dude. He's he can't figure it out. He he takes like sack, sack, mm-hmm. sack, and then like one big play, you know, and then Swift will get them to the goal line, and like once you're within five yards, it's you're his. like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> Another thing about Jalen Hurts though, it seems like he almost takes the first quarter to understand what the defense is doing in yes, real time, dude, almost for real, and then makes adjustments second quarter, and then at half, and then by. By the fourth quarter, the guy's like already got your defense locked in, and he's coming back, and he has, and he's gonna beat you on the last drive of the yeah. game. Yeah, he's so. a cheat code, dude. Like once he's within five, if you're if you're on the one, you know he's gonna score. And it's crazy, like how many times is he gonna end up on the goal line, dude? It's almost like they don't score these big plays; they just grind it out and get him to the goal line, and like they just give him the ball, man. I mean, as a Jalen Hurts dynasty owner, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Bro, for it. Uh, yeah, your team. Your team looks good, dude. CJ I mean, Stroud and Jalen Hurts. I mean, I hope you keep losing. And then Jameer Gibbs. Oh, man, this has been, in Jay's Dynasty League, it's just been so frustrating because every week they ha- somebody has their career week against I, me. I almost accidentally won again, dude. I know, I saw that. I'm pretty convinced, like, me trying to tank for Caleb Williams was the wrong move. I would probably be, like, the two seed by now if I actually just tried to win this year. Your team ain't bad. I was actually surprised that you gave up as early as you did, although I get it, but I was like, damn. I have no quarterback, dude. I mean, dude, you should know. In a two-quarterback league, if you have good role players, the quarterback is the easiest position to cover, in my opinion. That's why in your league, I have Sam Howell and Russell Wilson. Like, who gives a fuck? My fucking other I'm role players are elite. Tim Boyle, dude. Respect, dude. I'm playing Tim Boyle and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny DeVito's the man, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, him, Daniel Jones might be out of a job. Uh, Producer Dave thinks he's out of a job. Damn, that would be insane. I mean, they're shitty enough. They should definitely draft a quarterback. I mean, the GM came out and said that Daniel Jones, if healthy, is going to be the quarterback. Oh, my God. So, I'm sorry, dude. all those Giants fans out there, here's to another five years of sadness. Yeah. We, we should, we, if we crack another one, that one's to you. Yeah. Moving on to, I think I said this, dude. This guy's going to heat up. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. You called it, man. 32 fantasy points, 331 yards, four touchdowns. I saw this coming, dude. I said the 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 second half of this schedule is a cakewalk for the Cowboys. He's gonna eat, and he's going to eat, and Dak is eating. I think he's QB like four. He, I think he is QB three. Oh my gosh, dude! We're gonna get you know yeah he's QB three. QB three on the year. We're gonna get into it a little bit later. Yes. Without giving too much away, but yeah, yeah. Quarterback three. Q- quarterback three on the year, and he was probably drafted in the, in the tenth round or later. And remember, we all shit on him. We're like, "Mad Dak's days are over." Yeah, like he d- lost Kellen Moore. Dak is the offense dead. is going to suck. Yeah. And put that on the board, dude. And we fucked that one up. Then again, the first half of the season, he was just mediocre. Right? Yeah. In yeah. the second half of the season, they I mean, they realized that Tony Pollard can't shoulder the load, which we set, which which we called right in the off season. And so now they're airing it out. Mm-hmm. And our boy CD is feasting, dude. Feasting, dude. Yeah, full blown thank feast Thanksgiving feast. Yep. Nasty, nasty. Give me a plate of that. Give me a plate of that. Give me a plate of that, bro. Your boy, dude. Take it away. CJ Stroud. 304 yards, two touchdowns, 47 rushing yards, and one touchdown on the ground. 
30 we burger. Have, we, yep, 30 burger. We have seen this all year, but what we saw this week was the rushing, which we had not seen yet. If this guy is going out and putting up 47 yards on the ground and a touchdown weekly to go with 300 elite passing, this is a faster Patrick Mahomes. That's scary. That's insane. Like I'm low-key becoming a Texans fan. Dude, I'm like, I am a Texans fan. I oh drafted yeah. CJ Stroud, and I'm like, I've been on this guy's train since week one when he when he put up, I rolled him Dude. out. It's just like... It's just wild to me, too, because we look back. I did a couple. I, I did probably two or three Dynasty startups, mm-hmm. and a lot of people just sat on CJ Stroud. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, the Bryce Young, the Bryce Young hype was real. Yep. And then Stroud went to the Texans, and, you know, they were both good QB prospects. But universally, the talk was they're good, but they're good for the class that they're playing against. You sure. Know, like if they, 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 there was a lot of talk of if Caleb Williams and Drake May and, like, let's say, like, Michael Penix came out mm-hmm. or Quinn Ewers, like, those guys aren't going one-two anymore. Right. Sure. You know? So Penix is the man. That guy's looking like. Penix is looking good, dude. I mean, yeah. We'll get into this QB class another time. Yeah, coming out. But see, I, we talked about this off off the air. He is showing us everything that we critiqued him on. Right, right. He comes from Ohio State, which is an, isn't the most pro friendly offense, but his strengths were he could put the ball wherever the fuck he wants, and he's extremely accurate. Mm-hmm. So that's already translated to the NFL. But we felt like his weakness was his footwork. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he to me, I think I called him Jared Goff because that's what he looked like in college. He was not or mobile. Or Ryan Tannehill, maybe? Yeah, maybe a I little bit. That, yeah, he was not mobile. Yep. He had struggled getting off his first read. Well, he's already figured out how to get off his first read. He's processing the game so much faster in the NFL. And now he's showcasing his legs with that crazy arm. He's a he's a complete quarterback, dude. Like, love to see it, especially as a rookie, man. I really like the fact that he's so, like, what he's done to this offense is that all of those players now, all those Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and to a degree Noah Brown, at some point were startable it, in fantasy. Like mm-hmm. that's impressive. That that kind of reminds me of like Drew Brees. Like he spreads the ball around. Everybody seems to eat, and he puts up points. And this team seems defense isn't great, so they're always in games and they're always having to throw the ball. Another interesting uh, tidbit about this is that, like, if you remember the Patrick Mahomes draft class, I think Mitchell Trubisky went first, and then Patrick Patrick Mahomes went later. Well, this is the same shit. Bryce Young went before C.J. Stroud, and now C.J. Stroud's completely outplaying the guy who went in front of him. Right. So, and that offense, dude. Like, we kind of we kind of talked about the coordinator too. He just looks mm-hmm. like he's calling a beautiful game. Like you could just tell Stroud and the offensive coordinator are just in sync, dude. Yeah, like they know when to attack, they know how to attack, they know when to go deep. Mm-hmm. It's been fun to watch, dude. Like he had a play, I think against the Jaguars, where he's just running around for like ten seconds, and then may- maybe put it twenty yards on the sideline. Very Patty Tank Mahomes. Tank like Dow came down with it, dude. And I all I could do is supply. Like he looks like he could be one of the future faces of the, N- of the That's NFL. What I'm saying, and dude. I mean, he's got an ugly fucking face. Sure. You know, like he definitely looks like a I don't know. Like a gnome or something, but right, <laughs> right yeah, is no. yeah. But I mean, I've said it off air, dude. This guy looks like the next great quarterback that we're gonna be. He's yeah. Fan, we're gonna be drafting for the next t- twelve years. Definitely, so. dude. Definitely. Get on him. Moving on, Jordan Love. Wow, what a downgrade. He's been hot, dude. He has. He has been hot. Two hundred and sixty-eight yards, three touchdowns, thirty-nine rushing yards, twenty-six fantasy points. The kid has turned a corner. He 
kind of won a few games, you know, nice for fantasy, kind of a scrappy NFL wins. Then the, he just hit this huge lull, but the last few games he's t- turned the corner. Yes. And he's starting to ball out a little bit, and the Packers are winning. So if I'm you, I'm plugging him in to my fantasy lineups. He's He might be sitting there on the waivers, you know. He's probably likely on somebody's bench, but I would fire him up. Keep playing keep playing him, dude. You got to ride the hot hand. Yeah, I think so too, but I think this is more a case of like um, matchups. So you play Jordan Love against softer defenses. He tends to, to exploit them. Like I think he's more of those like, He's a mediocre quarterback. He's gonna sh- he's gonna struggle against elite defenses, but he's probably gonna put up against some mediocre stuff. So yeah, fantasy wise, he's kind of like yeah, like I don't want to call him Kirk Cousins, but maybe he's a Jared Goff dude. I mean, even like, that's a little generous. Jared Goff is. I mean, I think you start that guy every week if he's at home. Yeah, he's kind of there now, but maybe you know? he's like a young Jared Goff. Maybe like a Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's pretty bad. Yeah, that's why I think Jordan Love is. You think t- Jordan loves Tannehill? Yeah, like Tannehill ta- doesn't even have a job right at now. Tannehill's dude. best, you know, like eh. he's like a Derek Carr plus. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, I like that. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, do you want me to? You want me to get you another beer for this one? <sighs> I'm okay, dude. I mean, it's nice to see that he's finally scoring over 20 points. Yeah. So 364, one touchdown, one rushing touchdown. I love that dude because he's doing what he did last year. Yep. He's kind of pulling a little bit of a Jalen Hurts. Like, if this ball's on the one, fuck you, ETN. I'm taking it myself. I like that. Yeah. So another rushing touchdown. And frankly, T-Law's starting to look like he's, and it's only a very small sample size, but he's doing it again. He's heating up in the second half, and he's That's starting true. to put the team on his back. And you could tell they're trying to pull the workload off of ETN, who I think we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. They're starting to pull the workload off of him. They're rotating three backs in. Ugh. And frankly, it's forcing Lawrence to just freaking air it out, dude. I mean, he has to. And he's doing it. He can do it. He's got the ability. Bro, We've he, seen it. he fucking hit Ridley I on saw a that. rope, and he dropped it, though. I in the end zone? That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. Calvin Ridley. That was going to break my TV for that one. <laughs> Let's move on to the running back studs, dude. With the future king of L.A. Kyron, number one on this list. 16 for 143 and 6 for 61 through the air with two touchdowns. Yes, daddy. My guy had 21 before half. I think it was 23, dude. 23 and then ended up with 38 on the day. God damn. Guy, absolutely. If you have him and you waited for him to come back, fire this guy up and just feast. Because this is what he's going to do every week. He's going to do this type of shit. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to rush the ball. He's going to get touchdowns. I mean, it's proven that when healthy, you know where that offense is going. It's not going through Puka Nakua. It's not going through Cooper Cup. It's the Kyron Williams show, baby. I have a comp. Ooh, hold on. If you give me Todd Gurley, I'm I'm not going to believe that. No, no, it's not Todd Gurley, but I loved Todd Gurley. I know you did. But he was a running back in the same era. As Todd Gurley. Mm. Same division. As the Rams division. Yeah. Ooh. Former number one fantasy pick. David Johnson. Yes. Nice. That's my comp, dude. Ooh, I can see that. Ah, Man, hopefully, even injury-wise, he's getting hurt like David Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's a do it all man. He he seems like the do it all player. You know, he could run, he can catch. He's not hitting like 
the big home run plays, but he's getting like the 20, 20, 30 yard chunk plays when he needs to. All the work in between the 20 yes. and 20 plus the touchdowns. Exactly. And but like but he's got enough of an injury concern where I don't see him being like a Alvin Kamara and just being an RB1 for the next 5 years. Like this Sure. I get the kind of flash in the pan vibe, which is honestly why I've been trying to trade him in Dynasty. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Like get trade him while he's hot, you know, but no one's biting, so I'm just have, I'm gonna have to ride the hot hand until the ground, dude. I guess, but yeah, I give him some David Johnson comps. I loved Gurley; like that was too easy because they're both from the, on the Rams. Mm-hmm. But Gurley was just such a home run hitter, too, dude. He was a force, dude. That yeah. entire offense revolved around him, like and it's that like was everybody in the stadium knew it was going to Todd Gurley, and you still couldn't stop God, it, dude. Yeah, he's hanging in the rafters. Yeah, dude. you got his jersey. Yeah, hanging in the rafters. He looked freaking good, dude. From one of my running backs to another. Christian McCaffrey, yes. another day at the office. Do we, do we both have McCaffrey too, dude. Yep, Let's another go. day at the office here, dude. 19 for 114 on the ground, 5 for 25 through the air with two touchdowns. My guy is up here just putting 30 burgers up. You need a burger, he's got you. Yes. You need a burger, he's got you, bro. Light like, work for CMC, dude. This guy's ha- on pace. I think, I think right now he's leading running back. The difference between running back one and running back two is like 50 or 60 points. It's not even close, dude. And we ranked Austin Eckler ahead of him. Whoops. Hey, man. <laughs> People make mistakes. You win some, you lose some. Mistakes were made, dude. We Listen. hit on Kyron Williams, missed on Austin Eckler. whoop de fucking yeah, do dude. whoop de fucking do <laughs> Puka Nakua. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I mean, Christian McCaffrey just basically shut all of us up on this show who said Austin Eckler was going to be the guy. But Christian McCaffrey continues to do Christian McCaffrey things. The dude at this point has just been healthy, healthy all season. He was healthy a lot of last year too. Yeah. Two. This is now two straight years. Maybe those those years were, those injury years were just anomalies. And this is the guy. I think he's gonna be okay, dude. I had I think what the first pick last. I had the first or second pick last year. Mm-hmm. So I was in prime CMC territory, mm-hmm. and I hired multiple private investigators to figure out what was wrong with him. Yep. And figure out the deal. And something that I picked up, with what a lot of my uh, PI guys said was he changed his diet uh-huh. and he changed his workout routine. Like he kind of dropped like the strength and agility stuff and he focused a lot more on like plyo and just being flexible because that's where a lot of his injuries were coming from, his hamstrings. Yeah. You know, if you got ankles. Bad, yep, hamstring, ankle, back injuries. So he spent a lot of time fixing his diet and just becoming a lot more flexible. And that probably comes with age too. Like yeah. as a running back, like you're more flexible early on but then a couple years in you start to kind of harden right you know, a little so. bit a little bit of the tom brady plan the exactly. little tb12 love to hear but that. it's working dude he's staying healthy so and if you look at it um i don't know the usage on a snap count percentage but that what is that 25 24 touches right there yeah it's not bad that's not like a heavy workload they feature him dude they, they feature him for sure i'm not saying that but th- it seems like they're doing a good job of, of spelling him and using the other guys every once in a while when he needs a break so yeah definitely was this Bijan's career game? Yeah, this was it. This was it, dude. I don't. I almost want to call it a coming out party. I feel like, and another thing that really was good for for Bijan owners out there, I'm one of them, is that they won the game featuring Bijan yeah. Robinson. So like Arthur Smith can't sit up there anymore and be like, well. 
Bijan isn't the answer to us yeah. winning. Well, he is, obviously. So all the pundits, like literally all the pundits, like a.k.a. the fantasy people were like, we fucking told you, Arthur. That fucking day one. They were like, what are you doing? I can't. They're, watch, they're going to win the division. He's still going to get fired. Uh, he deserves it, bro. Like, there's just no questions asked yeah. at this point. Like, you you won the game on the back of your star running back, which everybody in the fucking world, yeah. including your mother, was telling you. To feature since day one. Seriously, I cannot wait till he's the offensive coordinator for the Montreal Alouettes, dude. Ugh. And Brandon Staley's playing, running that defense. Facts, big facts, dude. But who's yes. that all-star? Co- who's that all-star coaching staff? So he's the uh, he's the offensive coordinator. Brandon Staley's the defensive coordinator. Matt Eberflus, the head coach. Matt Canada. Matt Canada. Because <laughs> it's in Canada. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. But yeah, Bijan Robinson, 91 yards on the ground, 3 for 31 through the air, and a touchdown, 27 fantasy points. Heavy usage, dude. Heavy, heavy usage. And I still thought I saw too much of Algier, dude. Same. Bro, did I fucking tell you about the parlay? No. Fuck me, dude. Let's hear it, dude. So I did uh, through Underdog, not a sponsor yet. So the five player parlay, hit on everything. And I took the over for Young Hoku. I think it was like six and a half oh, fantasy points, dude. No. I took the over, right? Mm-hmm. He kicked a 39-yard field goal. If that field goal was 40 yards, he would have. You would have covered. I'm fucking rich, dude. Dude, see, so sadly, I hate this, dude. This is why Vegas is as beautiful as it is. This is why all those casinos are so nice. It's because they don't pay one and yard. Ev- they, dude, like sadly, mathematically speaking, those things are set behind massive statistical models. They know what's going to happen. How do the hell do they know he's going to kick a 39-yard field goal, dude? I mean, it's not so much that. They're just like gambling, like what are the percentage chances that X and Y are going to happen, and then they just set the line for their favor. It's That's ridiculous, it, dude. You know? And this, uh, the sad thing is, this is the second time I've been one yard away from winning like thousands of dollars. Dude, don't get me, don't get me started. I fucking hate Aaron why Jones. Do I, why do I keep coming back to it? Because <laughs> it's so fun, damn it. Yeah, dude. I have to foreclose my house if I get Oh, <laughs> God. God damn. Anyways, sorry. We got sidetracked there. Isaiah Pacheco, also on our list. 55 yards, five catches for 34 through the air, two touchdowns. This guy, Loki, has been very solid. It's time all to year. It's time to, to say it. This is the... This is the three down back Pacheco that we questioned in the off season. If it if he could do this, he can do it. He, he can, can do, do it, it all. He, he can, can do, do it, all. it all. Yeah, we thought he was just a grinder. Nope, he can catch the ball too. It's, he's looking like a he's looking like a like just like a thicker, slightly slower Jamal Charles out there in that jersey. Dude, he plays angry. He the so the angriness reminds me of Marion Barber. Remember him, the Cowboy? Yeah. Whoa, dude! I love that. Comp. That's what that reminds me of. When he hits somebody, he's like trying to murder that guy and then kill his family. With yeah, that hit, dude, for real. S- but you love to see it. Yeah. So somebody insulted his mother on the field. That's exactly. how he plays, dude. And yeah, man, like I'm still hopeful. You know, Clyde could just get some looks here and there. Oh my <laughs> god, bro! Give up on that train, dude. The sad thing is, bro, he's still on my dynasty team. I mean, you gotta. I think I held on it's to. It's like um, you never know, dude. Like, yeah, I held on to Gaskin for two years. You got some looks, dude. The <laughs> funny thing is, I think at one point Pacheco actually got a little banged up, so Clyde got some looks. I'm old, dude. He's getting the goal line looks stuffed back. again, dude. No way. <laughs> <laughs> Shit hasn't changed. Twelve years later. God, <laughs> fucking that guy sucks, dude. What a bust, man. Damn it, I really fucked that one. It's kind of it's funny to think like, man, that guy was drafted in the first round. 
by millions of people a few years ago. It's not me, dude. I knew that a fucking mile away. I was like, there's no shot. <sighs> Gosh, dude. Yeah. Well, we don't need to go back to that. Yeah. Josh Jacobs, man. 20 rushing attempts, 110 rushing yards, 4 through 15, and one massive touchdown run. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. That was like 80 yards. He's still got that breakaway speed, man. Yeah. I was kind of questioning if he still had it. He's He still runs real well, but that – yeah, that run, I was like, hell yeah. He is not the player that we thought, well, that we saw last year. He's not. The team is worse. The team's a fucking mess. Oh, it's a disaster over there. The offense is a fucking mess, but he gets the volume. That's it's all you got to ask for, opportunities. It's really easy for a really shitty quarterback to just turn around and hand the ball off to him mm-hmm. versus trying to throw the ball to Devontae Adams. And the offensive line isn't terrible. Surprisingly not. They I open mean, holes. Yeah, so. they'll beat the Raiders. They'll beat the Chargers for sure. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But uh, moving on to Tony Pollard. A little also surprised this guy's on here. Two weeks in a row, he's yes. actually done shit. So he ended up with 79 rushing yards, six catches, and 24 through the air. One touchdown. So now that's two touchdowns in two weeks. So 13 for 79 doesn't actually in, like really inspire confidence, you know? That's like a lot of rushes yeah. to get 80 yards. Good average. I mean, pretty decent average, So though. you remove that touchdown. It's a... It's a mediocre day. Yeah, it's the six catches that are kind of booing him. Exactly. Remember, you know, th- we're, we're very much a PPR podcast. Right, so. right. It's just that, like, Tony Pollard was drafted in the second round. Consens- consensus, right? And this guy probably has had more single-digit games than any other running back drafted in that second round. Yeah. So now he's sh- shown up for the past two weeks, and I guarantee you, as a Tony Potter- Pollard owner, you're still pissed off. Yep. You haven't for Yeah. You haven't, haven't forgotten. For, haven't forgotten. Like, like, oh, nice to see you, dude. And you never will. No, you won't. Never and you won't draft him next year. Nope. He's blacklisted, dude. Fucking we all have that. We all have those players, dude. Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard. Melvin Gordon. Oh. Yeah. Ryan Matthews. Ryan Matthews. God, you love drafting Charger running backs. God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Rashard Mendenhall. Rashad. <laughs> oh, my God, Mendenhall. Maurice Jones-Drew. MJD. Yep. Yeah. Ray Rice. I think Ray Rice is Ray up Rice there. Ray Rice up there. Yeah. Fuckers. God damn. They're all running backs. We mm. never forget the running backs, dude. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And let's round out our studs with Raheem Mostert. The guy's mm. still doing it. Let's dude. not forget who the guy is in that backfield. For real. For all the talk that is Devin HN, it's still Raheem Mostert. Yeah. 20 for 94, two more touchdowns, no passing work. That's okay, dude. The hard part with the Dolphins is when they're on, you, you want a piece of that pie. Exactly. But when they're not on, you're going to get fucked. It's, it almost seems like Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill are like the only ones that are c- consistent on a week-to-week basis, even yes. if the Dolphins are struggling, you know? Mostert, less consistent. Tyreek is just in the league of his own. Right. Instant 30-burger. Yeah. I'm just assuming from like a piece of the Dolphins' offense, everybody else, you're like, God damn it, we're going to do shit. Jalen Waddle's trash. Tua doesn't want to do shit. Totally, dude. You know? Yeah. I mean, fun to watch. I need actually. Damn, I forgot there are there hard knocks. You know that? Have <sighs> you watched it yet? I don't watch hard knocks. This shit's boring to me. Yeah, but like, it's the Dolphins now, dude. It's in season. Yeah, that might be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'd Reek, love to see Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I want to see that shit. And then our honorable mentions. You know, we got Jonathan Taylor. He started to look like the guy, and then of course he had to go in and like shove his thumb up his ass. Or yeah, he did, dude. I was getting real excited as a Jonathan Taylor truther. I was like, God, he's back, baby. He's back. Yeah. Uh, but So we're going to miss a couple of games of him. 
Ramondre, someone that we've been down on, mm-hmm. but there was some talk of like, hey, see if you could trade for him. The fav- the schedule looks favorable in the second half. It you does. just you just did that. I just did. Well, he ended up with twenty plus points. You're we're seeing his usage go up in recent weeks, as well as his pass work. So Ramondre could be one of those sneaky league winners. That's exactly why I made the move. So in my dynasty, our dynasty league, I traded Deshaun Watson. He's basically been like a valuable piece. I've been holding on to hope, and he looked a little better before his injury. But at this point, I'm like, I'm looking to win it now. And Ramondre, I think, is going to do it in the second half of the season. Luckily, I made that trade because fucking Jonathan Taylor the next day came out and said, oh, my thumb's broken. Right. So that kind of covered my ass. Got lucky. Nice, dude. That's a good move. Derrick Henry. He finally had a decent game. Two touchdowns. I was completely buoyed by the touchdowns. Yep. He looks just, I mean, the offense is kind of a mess. but He's, yeah. He's I think seen better cl- days. Yeah. We've been shitting on Cooper Cup, but like Derek. He's we're right up there. We're paying attention, dude. Yeah. Like, you're not out of the woods yet. But he did pass 9,000 yards for his career. That's pretty rad. So, good yeah. for him. And Chuba Hubbard. Does anyone give a shit? It's the Panthers, man. Yeah. If you're rolling at Chuba Hubbard, something's going to rye on your fantasy yeah. team. You know it's bad <laughs> when like you can drop Chuba Hubbard. And he could score 20 points, and you can pick him right back up and not have to spend a single fucking dime. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that's <laughs> happening everywhere because nobody cares, dude. Yeah, like he's like a bi-week casualty, dude. Mm-hmm. And then like – It's uh, like he's like the running back everybody's passing around every week yep. just to cover a flex. Just like that one uh, – I don't remember her name, but you know – we know. Yeah, yeah exactly. From way back when. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a nasty. That's a nasty, nasty. <laughs> nasty, nasty. <laughs> Uh, moving on to the wide receiver studs. I was not impressed with the wide receivers this week, but we got to talk about the throat goat. Reek, man. Reek, dude. He did it again. 25 points, 9 for 102, one touchdown, 12 targets. It's just it, He's just clocking in and clocking out, dude. I feel like this this week was just like easy 25, easy money. I mean, I just uh, the way I look at this guy, dude, he's so fucking good at football. Like He just comes in. Like, just plays, just fucks around on the field for a little bit, and then all he wants to do is go home and just play Fortnite. Yep. Like, that's, and like, that's it, dude. That's it. That's it. I mean, like, two more years of this, apparently he's going to retire, become a prof- professional gamer and a porn star. Like, that's, uh, man, I, I don't know if I'm, like, more excited to see if that's going to happen or more sad as a fantasy football player to be like, damn, Reek's gone, you know? Remember when, like, Calvin Johnson retired early and you were like, fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna like feel the same when Tyreek retires. What are you gonna be more inclined to watch? Are you going to watch his porno? Or are you gonna watch his live stream? Well, I'll definitely check the porno out. But <laughs> I for sure would watch his stream every day, dude. I'd be like, dude, dude, look at there's Tyreek. He's boning. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably pay for both, honestly. <sighs> Mike Evans, you're haunting me. But dude, this guy is not letting up. By the end of the season, this guy's going to be a top eight receiver, and he's going to just be like, he's going to walk into your house, kick us all in the sack, and be like, that's what you guys We said. were wrong, dude. And I definitely, at 100%. the end of the season, at the end of the season, we need to come together and look at our board and be like, this is where we were right, and this yep. is where we were wrong. Like, nobody in the industry just owns their losses. Yeah. You got to like, take it. Come on. Me. Fucking tell them when you're wrong, and fucking rejoice when you were right. Exactly. Like, you have to do that, dude. Like, nobody's perfect here. 
But Mike Evans did it again. Six catches for 70 yards, two touchdowns, nine targets, 25 fantasy points. He's locked and loaded wide receiver one still, even with Hollywood Mayfield, which blows my mind. Dude, whoa. Who surprisingly throws a good ball. He throws a good deep ball. Exactly. And that's where Mike excels. So yes. it's like, to be honest, we shouldn't have missed this as much as we did, I think. And like, I did. We just shit all over it. It's probably because everybody thinks Baker Mayfield blows. Yeah. But he's been... He's been competent over there. He's been, dude. He's been scrappy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. Um, dude, this might be. I think it's time we talk about this kid. It, yeah, it's time. So Rashi Rice has finally made our studs. Eight for one hundred seven, one touchdown on ten targets. You're probably wondering who th- we're talking about. Well, he is potentially the new undisputed wide receiver one in Kansas City. Rashi. Rice and he's a rookie, and he's a rookie. I would say go get him, but you can't because he's owned everywhere, dude. Like, it's like Casey has just been dicking around until this kid was ready to be the wide receiver one. And this last few weeks, he's been you're starting to see glimpses, and then bam, ten targets, hundred yards, a touchdown, twenty four points. He's very versatile too. Mm-hmm. Like he's inside, outside, inside, outside, screen game. He's looking very comfortable in that offense, and what you could see there's clear chemistry and trust with Patty. I got a comp for him, Chris Godwin. Okay, yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. He he could excel at all levels of the field. Exactly. Yeah, like not flashy, but gets just just blue collar gets the job done. And he's gonna get he's gonna nickel and dime you. Nice. So dude. I thought you were gonna say Sidney Rice. Ugh, his dad. <laughs> Ah, oh, nice, bro. Oh, it was good to see this next guy on the list, dude. The Slim Reaper, mm-hmm. Devontae Smith. Another solid game. Seven for 106 and a touchdown on eight targets. This is now four straight weeks of wide receiver two to wide receiver one work. This is the guy that we were hyping up in the offseason. So it also coincides with the slowdown of A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown's been banged up. But Jalen Hurts just he doesn't stop, man. Whoever's open, he's going to throw you the ball. So Devonta Smith's been a little banged up as well, but he's he's still excelling. I think early on we were worried because he started out fast and then really hit a cliff, and then we were like, fuck, this sucks. But he's really turned it up. So I think from here on out, you're firing up without question. He's, dude, like he's just, he, I feel like he just comes down with everything, dude. Mm-hmm. Like very strong hands for being like 120 pounds soaking wet. Yep. And I honestly was nervous about this game against the Bills. I felt like he was probably going to get bullied and shut down. And it just felt like an A.J. Brown game to me, considering the last game was such a dud for them. And yeah. like just with Hurts and Brown being so close, like I had a feeling like, man, he's probably going to force feed Brown. But A.J. Brown's been banged up. I don't think that's Has like he? A, yeah, he's been dealing with injuries these last couple of weeks. So okay. I don't so much think it's like him not, not – playing well as much as he's just playing through an injury got it yeah i just felt like man like this is probably an aj brown game you know like you know when like you see a really good player just have like a dud yep like the first thing you want to do is just double down on the next week so maybe this week is the aj brown week yeah so if you're playing aj brown bro this is a good matchup too be worried yeah damn elite defense he's going to want to show out we might need to freaking get together and watch that game i don't know yeah that's a good game dude i'm down and then lastly, my boy Nico Collins, seven for one of four and a touchdown, nine targets, 
These Houston boys, bro, they be balling. All of them, dude. I love it. All of them. You could start on them all. Start all Tank. Start start Nico. I don't Shit. care if you got both of them. Flex start Noah, both, dude. dude. Flex Noah. Flex Noah. I think Noah got zero points this week. I know. He did. He did. But like, but Dalton. Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's his face? Singletary. Mm-hmm. Yep. Singletary's did it again. RB1 over there. I think he scored. He did. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and Damien Pierce, play. Damien Pierce was healthy. And See played. you later, Damien. Yeah. Your days are over. Well, Great run. In the eyes Brady was right for one and a half seasons. <laughs> you could buy Damien Pierce for one cent a day. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and this is what happens, dude. This is what happens uh, when you're a fifth round pick. They yeah. don't. They, the Flash NFL in the pan, don't bro. give a fuck, dude. Flash in the pan. Yep. That pan is done. Couple honorable mentions for the wide receivers: Zay Jones. No, I'm sorry. Zay Flowers. Yep, Zay Flowers. Two touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving against the worst defense in the league, which was the Chargers. Congratulations to you, Baltimore Ravens. You can thank Tom Telesco for this one. Yeah. I'm trying not to put too much stock in this whole receiver class and how the Chargers fumbled it, but it just looked really bad on primetime when – it was ugly. Zay Flowers was running around doing whatever he wanted, and Quentin Johnson was dropping I mean, balls and getting hurt. Getting hurt, yeah. Pathetic, dude. Again, I'm going to maintain that his as bad as like as bad as we think Quentin Johnson is right now. He it looks so bad because everybody that got drafted around him is seeing immediate success. So I'm not going to say he's a bust yet. I'm going to give him a season or two before we start calling that he's a fucking bust, dude. Okay. <laughs> I'm just hoping for the best. Uh, yeah, and I love you know? your, I love you being you know positive and trying to see the glass half full. And I just took that glass and I just spiked it's it against the ground. Early, dude. Bro. It's just too it's early, bro. It's just too early. Call Bryce a bust. Call Bryce a bust. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's harder for the quarterback, dude. Oh, okay. It's a lot harder for the quarterback. This guy has one fucking job: catch the ball. Catch the ball. <laughs> catch the ball. <laughs> and he can't do dude, it. Did you see that shit? Where like, where like he's like, yo. My mom's going to retire. Oh, dude, <laughs> I, I posted that. I was the one who posted that meme. <laughs> oh God, dude. Like, well, your mom better start cooking her resume up. Yeah, that it was, was bad. so bad, dude. So bad. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyways, Debo. Debo had a good game. Seven for 79. Some rushing. Touchdown. 22 points. He's starting to heat up. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley stringing some games together. Five for 89 and a tutty. Tank Dell again. I love me some Tank Dell, dude. Yep. Like mm. you said, he looks like Baby Reek. Or not. Reek, I'm not dude. saying he's the next Tyreek. Right. But this His kid looks style. like a this kid looks like a future wide receiver one. Maybe this too early, but two years from now we're gonna be potentially talking about this guy going in the first or second round. And I took he's him, that electric. And I took him in our third round of our rookie draft, dude. You're a god. God dude. damn. This is what happens when you watch college, bro. You do your homework, man. Well, I have been watching college this year, so I have I'm a little bit well a little bit more knowledgeable. So Who, who's your guy? You got a guy? Penix. Penix. Washington State. Okay. Washington State, right. No. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> That's close, bro. I got two thirds of you're, that. You're the right state, dude. <laughs> yeah. Washington. Yeah. What do you like his receiver? I don't honestly don't know too much about the rest. All I obviously have been watching is the quarterback himself because I know this quarterback class is stacked. So it's like him, um, Caleb Williams, and Drake May, right from NC. Yep, Northern. Drake May from Northern Carolina, Northern dude. Carolina. You got Quinn Ewers from Texas. Yep. I, I mean, Ewers. 
I could do this all day. But yeah, yeah we'll talk yeah. about this another day. But yeah, okay. I like it, dude. Michael Penix from Washington State. That's right, baby. <laughs> ah, nice, man. Um, And yeah, moving on to the tight end studs. Studs. This one caught me off guard because, frankly, he was been banged up the whole fucking year. Mm-hmm. And when he has been banged up, all he's been doing is fucking refilling waters for his teammates. Yep. But Pat Fryermuth is apparently a darling of the new unknown offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers because the new game plan is feed him. I mean, I think all of us called this in the offseason that he has the makeup to be a high-end tight end. 100%. And it's just been a shit storm. And then Matt Canada lost his job. And then, bam, first week, fucking offense puts up over 400 yards, Pat. 400 yard, four hundred yep. total yards, excuse me. And then Pat Fryermuth, 9 for 120 on 11 targets, 21 points. 11 targets. The new offensive coordinator said, fuck both those running backs. We're featuring the tight end, baby. 100%, dude. You know who picked up Pat Fryermuth? You did. Me. Yeah, because uh, Brady spent all his fab on Isaiah Likely, so you went and picked up the Fryer. Yep. Smart move. Fuck you, Brady. Yeah. I yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm the last man laughing, even though he was on my bench. Mm-hmm. But when I plug him in this week... Oh, dude. He'll get two or three points. I fired Fryermuth up last week because I had no choice. <laughs> Bet your ass I was stoked when I saw that. I think I played like Kate on. I was a Fryermuth away from being Sam. Oh, man. Don't look at it like Wasn't that. Dude, It'll honestly, keep you up all night. I was a Keenan touchdown away from Sam. Yep, you were. But the Chargers offense is terrible. Tyler Higby, this motherfucker, knifed two touchdowns from Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Five for 29 and two touchdowns. Very, very touchdown dependent. Sam Laporta, after having a down game the week before, came back, scored mm-hmm. a touchdown, 5 for 47, 17 po- fantasy points. He's just back on track. And TJ Hawkinson, he struggled for the first half, and then finally Josh Dobbs was able to start getting in the ball. Yep. That game was just ugly to watch. Super ugly. Bears and Vikings, super terrible. But I will tell you what, I think Hawkinson is my new favorite NFL player this season. He looks like he's ready to put his put his stamp, Dude, his mushroom stamp on the conversation of being one of the true elite tight ends. He's just a league. savage out there, man. He's on the field almost every damn play. He blocks. He catches balls. He fucking he does it all. Kelsey's starting to look old, bro. And Mark Andrews, so. Mark Andrews has a broken leg. Like we're looking for the next. Great yeah. tight end. And, and I think it's going to be him he's and the front Laporta. Runner. Him and Laporta, dude. Him and Laporta, Brock Bowers, Maybe and Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid. 100%. And then our little honorable mention has got to be Gerald Everett. And he's someone to keep an eye on. Check your waivers. He might be floating out there because the Chargers receiving core is so banged up that Gerald Everett is low-key like the second passing option in that offense. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So do you start Gerald Everett or do you start Higby this week, given you have Hawkinson on a bye? Everett. Everett, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Everett's going to have the higher floor. Yep. And who did the Rams play? Who cares, dude? Yeah. It's the Kyron stupid Williams show over stupid there. Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the QB duds. Um, speaking of <coughs> Gerald Everett, let's talk about his quarterback, dude. And I know this is hard for us because he's our guy. You know what, man? I have a lot of opinions about Justin Herbert this season, and to be honest, there are a lot of them are negative. Dude, I'm with you. Yeah. I have his jersey in two colors, and one of them's about to be black because I'm going to throw it in the fire. Yeah, dude, it's just been 
I was having this conversation with my cousin Yanni, whom you know, and we played fantasy What's with. What's up, Yanni? He's a big, big Charger fan, right? Yeah. Massive Charger Thanks for fan. listening, Yanni. Oh, dude. And he's like, do you really think Justin Herbert has not been clutch? Do you really think Justin Herbert isn't clutch? I'm like, all right, dude, let me just yes. go over the games. Yes, Yanni, let I do. Let me just go over the games with you. And I listed four games. Green Bay, um, the Dallas game, Miami, and I forget the third one right off the top of my head, but specifically the Green Bay game. He's like, but he led a game-winning touchdown and the defense gave it up. I'm like, yes, but then he had two more opportunities where he drew up, where he they punted and then they gave the ball back to Green Bay and then the defense stopped him and then he got the ball again and he turned the ball over on downs. I'm like, bro, this isn't Phillip Rivers. Like, if this was Phillip Rivers, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'd cut you some slack. But this is a Justin Herbert who's supposed to be on par with Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, those types of players. You Joe don't Burrow. fucking do that. You know what I'm saying? You right. don't fucking do that. You're not getting. They're not getting sacked. We're. You're not getting paid the one of the most expensive contracts in NFL history to go out there and turn the ball over on downs. And as much as we want to shit on Quinn Johnson, which we did last week for that drop, that was second down. Mm-hmm. We had two. He had two more downs. Exactly. And he did nothing. And at the end of the day, bro, what separates the elite from the non-elite? Winning when shit isn't perfect. Yep. You know. It's, me. it's not always going to be perfect. Yep. More often than not, it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have injuries. You're going to have drops, but it's up to the quarterback to figure it out. He's not winning those close games anymore. Dude. That's what I'm saying. So this season, yeah, Justin Herbert has not been clutch, and that's why we're shitty. You can blame the defense all you want, but Justin Herbert's had four games where he has had the opportunity to win, and mm-hmm. he's done zero. And as much games. as we want to fire Brandon Stanley, and now this is becoming a Chargers podcast, his defense is low-key starting to do its job. Yep. And frankly, like, you're telling me, like, you had you had the chance to beat the Ravens. You know, yeah, yeah, Ravens. whatever. That was the other one. You know, and yeah. No, what, not the Ravens. What's, his, what's it called? Like, Zay Flowers scored that massive touchdown sure. in the end. But that is after the fact that Justin Herbert gave them the ball back. Yep. Right? But still, dude, I mean, they held the Ravens to 13 points through for, what, 95% of that game? Exactly. Like, even the Packers, right? Like, yeah, like, fucking what's-his-face had the big drive. They still held them to, what, twi- oh, lo- close to 20-something points. Dolphins, Cowboys, Titans, Packers. Those are the four games in which Justin Herbert had the chance to win the game on the last drive and failed each I time. Feel like you're, I feel like there's even more games than that, too, dude. Those ones I know specifically. Yeah. So. But, anyways, he didn't do enough. He did not do enough this, this week. This is becoming a trend. This this was a good defense he played against, and frankly, he just didn't do enough. We could make all the excuses how he doesn't have any weapons. You know, all of his weapons are banged up. And if there's anything I learned from watching this game, if if a defense could scheme out Keelan Allen, he is not going to have a good fantasy week. Exactly. And that's and that's concerning. Concerning because you probably spent a fourth-round pick on this guy. Yep. Moving on to Brock Bauer. Or not Brock Bowers. Brock Purdy. Brock Bowers is the guy that's uh, coming out of college, right? He is. He's the tight end. Yep. The tight end that the Chargers are going to draft once they, because they're going to end up with a top five pick. Hopefully. But Brock Purdy, only 10 fantasy points. If there's anything I'm starting to figure out, if CMC is going to eat, Purdy's going to starve. I mean, and to be honest, you probably want to be feeding Christian McCaffrey anyways and not featuring Brock Purdy. So. Yeah, and he's in this list because, frankly, Brock Purdy's been a QB1 for the most of the year. Mm-hmm. He's so a low-end one. So only 10 points. That's that's a dead week for him. Another QB1, 
<laughs> Tua. I mean, this is kind of surprising. Only seven points, dude? Like yeah. that? Now, granted, it was the Jets. Scrappy defense. Scrappy team. He tends to play poorly against good defenses. Yes. Yeah. You know, well, when you're a system player, you know, if the system's off, you're not going to play well. Right. So, and that was definitely the case for Tua. And then lastly, Josh Dobbs, 4.5 fantasy points, 4 INTs. Everybody saw it on primetime. We don't even have to go into it. Tough day. It's becoming less of a Kirk Cousins primetime issue and more of a Vikings primetime issue. Interesting. I like that. From one great charger to the next great charger, Austin Eckler, another dud. I feel like this guy's been on this list a lot lately. He, Yes, he had the injury. Is it just me or is he fumble fucking like every week, dude? This is what, three three straight weeks of a fumble? Yep. And not just a fumble, a clutch fumble. A bad one. A bad one. A bad fumble. That there's was fumbles and then there's like That was a fuck. bad fucking fumble. That's terrible. Yes, and mm-hmm. he's doing it the terrible way. Austin Eckler, only nine fantasy points. He's not being featured in the passing game. He's not breaking tackles. He's not getting past. He's not getting to the second level of a defense when he's running the ball. He looks like a shell of himself. He looks like a guy the Chargers did not want to pay. It's time. Another week of this, and I think it's time that we uh, we give up on Eck. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely traded him at the right time. Oh, dude, and I love who you traded him to because he's going to make the playoffs and he's going to destroy that team. Good from the inside. Yep, Brian Robinson. Finally came back to earth. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was due to injury. Yep. But only eight fantasy points. Joe Mixon. The all, the whole offense looked bad, dude. Yep. No Joe Burrow. No Joe Burrow. Big problems. Big problems. They tried to feature Mixon, and like, it was a very much a Mixon game, dude. Just like, give him as much volume as you could, and it wasn't enough, dude. He only ended up with eight fantasy points. I'm nervous if you own any bankle stock. Yes. I'm nervous. Yes. And then lastly, Saquon Barkley, only 6.2 fantasy points. I saw this coming. This happens, dude. Yeah, like Saquon, it's stringing together multiple big games. It's never been his strong suit. As As many multiple games that take you higher and higher, that one really bad one just brings you back to reality. Yep, exactly. Exactly. And then on to the wide receiver duds. And... The duds didn't hit as hard as the wi- as the running backs. I mean, A.J. Brown, 14.7 fantasy points isn't as much of a dud as you would think. It's definitely below his projection. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of us, especially myself included, thought he was going to blow up this game. Yeah. So look for next week. Agreed. Agreed. Against the Niners. Jamar Chase only ended up with 12.1 fantasy points. Downgrade the, the, the all shitty, your bagels. Yes. Massive downgrade for him. His two best catches... We're freaking off tip balls. Oh, yeah. I didn't really see tip this ball game. for thirty yards. Tip ball for twenty yards. Like, and there's so many times, bro. Like, I think they asked him how how he's doing on the sideline, and he's like full blown, like, I'm I'm whatever. Yeah, pissed off. And he's like, and he's becoming a bit of a drama queen, man. He's out there, like, I think he was wide open, and Browning sailed one over his head, and he's over there fucking cr- like stomping his feet around like a little fucking kid on the sideline. Like, chill, bro. Like, just take it easy, man. He's no Joe Burrow. Receivers love it, dude. They love to do that. Yeah, they love to be a diva. Scary Terry. This one sucked. This one is just kind of who he is a little bit nowadays, dude. Well, no. Before this this game, he had five straight double-digit games. 
So he was looking good, and the commanders were kind of rolling, you know. But this one it was tough. I think the whole offense was off. Yeah, ended with nine points. They played the Cowboys. It was going to be an ugly, ugly day at the office yeah, for him. Tough defense. So I'm hoping for better days ahead. We just haven't seen like that game. Right. Like, where's that twenty point game, Scary? Yeah. You know, which has been tough for him because he's he's. You drafted him as a wide receiver too, and you're kind of getting just like a solid flex player right now. That's what I've what I've had him out my flex yeah. all year, so not terrible. And then lastly, Deontay Johnson, only nine points from him. You know, he's been the PPR monster. He's been a few games back from the hamstring injury, and he's been solid so far. So he's this is definitely a downgrade. And then, can we play the violin, producer Dave? Damn, if only we could insert music one of these days. One, yeah, eventually. Cooper Cup, 4.8 fantasy points. I, If you've been following this the whole time, I drafted Cooper Cup in the second round, which I'm okay with because it was the second round. You're not okay now. And it's just not working. Yep. I mean, my team's okay, but Cooper Cup in the second round is not doing the job. Your team could have been so much better had you not taken Cooper Cup yeah, there. Yeah, and I don't know what I don't know what is out there. You know, I we'll have to go look at the board one day. Yeah. But four point eight fantasy points with eighty eight percent of the snap share. He's nursing another injury. It's the same ankle from last week. From week seven to now, his best wide receiver finish is wide receiver fifty three. Ooh, unstartable to me. I, I can't mean, start this guy. And I didn't. Yeah, he this didn't. week I benched him. I benched him, and it wasn't like Puka Nakua was that much better. But we are finally turning the corner, and I'm ready to admit that I think he's done, dude. He's done. I think you were right. Moving on to the tight end duds. This is if George Kittle was good one week, you know what's he coming the next this week. week. <laughs> yep. So George Kittle, four point nine fantasy points. The Niners are healthy; they have all their weapons back, and this is when Kittle becomes the fifth option. Jake Ferguson, I did not see this coming. I think back at the office here. Well, the first drive, like I think the third play of that offense, the third play for that offense, they he hit him on like a thirty-five yard like pass down mm-hmm. the middle, and I'm like, oh baby, here and we then go. They do shit, the and he never saw the ball ever again, dude. So rough day for Jake Ferguson, but he's been serviceable. He has. Kyle Pitts doing what he does best. Absolutely nothing. 4.2 points. 4.2 fantasy points. Arthur Smith loves his Kyle Pitts, dude. I fucking love this, dude. I love this Kyle Pitts thing. It's like it wasn't that fun like when he would like, score like 15, 20 points, but we had to mention it. Yeah. But this is this is where he belongs, dude. Yeah. You're trash, dude. And then Logan Thomas, who's low-key been like tight end 12, tight end 13, 14, 3.5 fantasy points. It was just an ugly day for all the Washington That's what I'm saying. Bad day at the office. Better days ahead. Nice. Uh, let's round out this episode, Frank. Let's do. Let's mix it up a little bit. Let's talk about some overachievers. Just like real quick. Real quick. Just yeah. some people that like, you know, who's grossly outscoring their draft position. Sure. So fire up some quarterbacks, dude. C.J. Stroud, obviously, the fifth quarterback in fantasy, probably went undrafted. Maybe drafted very in much the last went undrafted. Two rounds. Yep. And now he's a set it and forget it. He's higher than Patrick Mahomes. Massive so. overachiever and easily the front runner for rookie of the year, in my opinion. Easily. Dak Prescott, 
shit all over him. QB3 overall, and you probably took him in the 12th round. Yep. He's the diamond. These are the diamonds that we're talking about. I love this one. Sam motherfucking Howell. Sam Howell, dude. Seven. So um, I was offered Sam Howell for Kyron Williams in Dynasty. I'm nervous about it. But Sam Howell's been playing super well. My concern with Sam Howell is they're not winning enough games. He feels like a good journeyman quarterback to me. And frankly, I don't think Washington's like sold on him in for, the, fu- think, for the future. I think they need to get a head coaching change and put it about uh, that's because he has oh, the talent to do it. The he regime the is going to change. He has the talent to do it. I think I think he's proved it. I think he can be a guy. So you think he could be the future of the franchise? I think he can. Oof. We're going to find out. He's just he's got Every game that I watch of him, he's just a little bit more of Josh Allen to me. Yeah. You know, just a poor man Josh Allen. Allen. That's what I saw. That's exactly what I saw, and that's why I liked him. Raheem Mostert. Running backs. Running back number two overall. And the dude was probably drafted in the 10th round. I think we were at like week four or three, and we were like, oh, he's the number one running back in fantasy, but don't expect this to continue. He's still there. He's still there. Brian Robinson, we did not see this coming. Nobody did. And frankly, he just took over the job from Antonio Gibson, and he's rightfully so scoring touchdowns and he's catching balls. This one, next one, we kind of like. Oh, we, we hit on this. This was one. like a ceiling play for me, but Rashad White, dude, sixth best running back in fantasy. Right? Yeah, he's looking really good. PPR monster, and frankly, he's just he's making plays exp- exp- in space. He's, he's been a three-down three down back, back, bro. He's been a three-down back, and that's what you love to see. And then young Kyron Williams, even so, even with the IR stint. Right. So we have him at 16, but if you look at his her average, he's second only behind Christian McCaffrey. 21 points per game. And frankly, he looks like the he looks like a future three-down back. Like this kid looks like a, a first-round pick next year. In redraft, yeah, he's going top five. Hundred percent. Some wide receiver studs, comeback player of the year, kind of. Keenan mm-hmm. Allen, dude, he's wide receiver two overall. The focal point of that Charger offense because literally they have nothing else to do. Nothing there. Nothing there. Mike Evans, my bad. I apologize, Mike. I know you're listening. Number he's nine. Number nine overall. He's been steady even with Baker Mayfield. Adam Thielen. This one's hilarious. Renaissance play. Wide receiver 11 overall. Mm-hmm. And even though that's coming off of now like back-to-back bad games. He's all they got, dude. That's all they got, man. And they could barely get the ball to him. They could only do it in junk time when he's no longer covered. Right. And then Brady's boy, the ATC favorite, Puka Nakua. Number 10. Number 10 overall. His production has definitely slipped Yes. the last few weeks. I was low-key hoping that Cooper Cup would just not come back. Cooper Cup needs to take a seat. Yeah. Let Puka eat. But he's wide receiver 10 overall, a rookie as well. And then to round out the wide receivers, Tank. Tank Dell. I feel like we have to mention him. This guy was not getting drafted. Completely undrafted. And he's 14th, which is high in wide receiver 2, low in wide receiver 1. Yeah, he is a plug-in every single day, every single week. Uh, tied in overachievers, TJ Hawkinson. I think just the fact that he's wide receiver one overall is a shock. Or sorry, tight end overall, no, number one. Big shock. Yeah, he's definitely overachieving. It definitely should be Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, obviously. But he's been balling out week he's in, week a beast. out. Yeah, he ever, even without J.J., 
even with JJ, he looks like he's a huge chunk of that offense. Right, right. And the rookie, I love to see it. Sam Laporta, tight end three overall right now. The kid be balling definitely was a love method. to see this. Dude. We liked him too. Remember week one? I was like, who is this guy? He had like five for 56 and was featured often. And then let's round out this episode with some underachievers. Trevor Lawrence, someone who I was super high on. I thought Trevor would come in and be a top six quarterback. Right now he's sitting at quarterback 15. Too many blah games. And he, you sprinkle in some dud games, and that's what you've ended up with. He's starting to turn the corner. The offense is starting to move through him a little bit more. It wasn't a little too run heavy for my liking. But he's now strung together back-to-back solid games. I think you have to play Trevor Lawrence week in, week out. Geno Smith, wide receiver, sorry, quarterback one. He was a he was a court QB one last year. I think he ended up as QB seven overall, mm-hmm. and he's QB twenty this year. Trash, Un- unplayable. Back to Geno Smith. Joe Burrow, he is injured, but he could just not get his shit going this year, dude. Unfortunately, a lot of that is due to injuries. And then there's Justin Field, who's coming back from an injury. He ended up being quarterback 21 right now he just has not been able to use his legs and teams have figured out he can't throw the ball so it's easy to scheme against him i expect him to be moving on he won't be a bear next year austin eckler ouch this one hurts we took we said you could take this guy top five we said you could take this guy number one overall i said if you take him over justin jefferson i wouldn't be mad well if you listen to us sorry i ain't sorry go fuck yourself but he's been Running back 26? Really, dude? He's been that bad? I mean, you have to play him. Like, you don't have a choice. But frankly, you wasted a top five pick, a top three pick, and a guy that's giving you, you know, high end flex running back numbers. So it has not been good for Austin Eckler. Unfortunately, you have to keep playing him. Yep. And you just have to hope he turns the corner. Derrick Henry, it looks like the cliff is here. This is typically we called it. this is typically Derrick Henry time, like you know, late in the season. This is when he picks up, and the Titans just feature him consistently. But they love them some Tajay Spears. That he's splitting time with Tajay. The offensive line does not look good. The quarterback play does not look good. It's not a recipe for success for Derrick Henry. Ramondre Stevenson, he was a second or third round draft pick, and he's sitting at running back nineteen. But that sucks. I, better days are ahead. I think. I think so too. And then Tony Pollard, wide or running back 11 right now. You drafted him in the same thing. Same thing as Ramondre. He's probably right in around Ramondre territory, and he's been underachieving. Yes, he's finally strung together a couple good games, but what? look at look at his body of work. He's not a three-down back. The Chargers failed at it, or sorry, the Cowboys failed at that experiment. So I expect him to, frankly, just you know fade back to being what he was next year when they add another running back. Devontae Adams. So I have him here because 12 is just too low. Way For too him, low. yeah. For him, way too low. We're talking about a guy who has 1, 2, and 3, and now you're 12. Right. So Calvin Ridley, he was a third or fourth round pick, which I always thought was too high. But if you're drafted in that position, you're going to be expected to deliver. Yep. And he's wide receiver 21. Which you could have found in like wide receiver or round six or six, seven, eight. Exactly. And then there's DK Metcalf. Even oh. worse than Calvin Ridley. Jesus this one's Christ, worse, dude. And he was probably taking what rounds four or five rounds four to th- four through five. And then lastly, 
This one kind of hurts, but then there's Travis Kelsey. He just hasn't been the Travis Kelsey that you drafted yeah. at 9 or 10. Exactly. He is Which I had a feeling. He is tight end 2 overall, and since he's not tight end 1 overall, he's underachieving. To me, that's what I think. Yep. Exactly. It sounds like a Taylor Swift problem. Yeah, maybe. Get your head out of your ass, dude. Get your head or out hers. of her ass, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that was fun, bro. That's all we got, man. Hopefully, we get br- all the boys back next week. Uh, doubtful, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Holiday season. It's been hard, dude. All right, oh. man. All right, bro. Talk Thank to you, you later. Late.